0: i Spaces
1: How's it going, Noah?
2: Not too bad. Just ate lunch. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm doing pretty well. The sun's uh, about to set where I'm at, so uh, <laughs> I'm Where's about up? ready to eat dinner. I'm on the <laughs> nice. I'm on the East Coast. Oh, okay. cool.
2: Oh, I'm actually coming there um, this
1: week. Maybe we can traveling past. for uh, traveling for work or for pleasure.
2: Um. Well, I work remotely, so I'm always traveling for work, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's good. No, this is for this is for pleasure. I'm seeing some friends and family and also just trying to like explore what cities are cool and where I might want to move.
1: Yeah. I can totally empathize with that. I I have not uh I've not gotten out too much into the exploring as a uh, remote worker. I've lived like all my previous experience before working in this industry was in uh like manufacturing industry so very uh (laughs) i was not moving on on.
2: (laughs) yeah i was not moving on yeah yeah i um i've been in the bay area my whole life so i'm just like might as well right like what what better time will i have to go try living yeah
1: i mean east coast is like this time of year is the perfect time to go because all the the leaves are changing colors That's what I I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, the Appalachian Mountains are are beautiful in this this time of year. I'm stoked.
2: Yeah, it's, like, just getting colder here. Like, it rained for the first time during the day yesterday. Um, And I was like, I hope I'm not going to New York too late when it will be cold. But it seems like I'm right in the middle. (laughs) It's getting colder here and it's getting colder there, but... It's,
1: uh, yeah, I try before. not to travel any further north than where I'm at right now once it <laughs> starts getting colder. So, uh, yeah, but we'll give this a few more minutes uh, just to let Carter get in yeah. here, um, let a few more people come in. Thank you, everyone, for being on time. Always appreciate that. Uh, we'll get this kicked off in uh, just a few minutes. All right. Carter said Twitter is currently rugging him, so he will be back momentarily. Um, But we can go ahead and kick this off. Uh, Thanks, Noah, for being here representing Dow Dow. I want to thank everyone for being here today to listen to this discussion. I think it's going to be really, really good. I'm super pumped to be hosting this uh, conversation between Dow Dow and Shade Protocol, covering a super important topic that Secret Network has kind of been chomping at the bit to unlock for dApps, and and that's governance. Um, Well, dApps and just communities in general. and so for anyone who hasn't been able to uh, read the, the forum post that outlined the proposal um, for DowDow integration with uh, Secret Network, definitely suggest you go do that. Uh, you can find that at forum.secret.network. And then it's one of the first uh, proposals of DowDao uh, secret network proposal. Um, but before we kick this off, Noah, I want to give you a chance to introduce yourself and kind of give us a a high overview of what dado is i don't think i might be able to do it the same justice that uh, you will in describing it
2: yeah yeah i'll do my best it changes a little bit every time but um yeah thanks for having me um this is we've been we've been waiting to work together for a while now i feel like like we're both kind of just like building in secret um literally and figuratively in our own little corners of the cosmos so it's nice to finally come together and um I just want to give a shout out to the Shade team. They've been so easy to work with. Um, so just always a pleasure finding people that that make it make it fun make work fun, you know. Um yeah, so doubt out. Like it's 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 very complicated, but I can't explain how complex it is, so I can explain it very simply. Um it's governance building blocks and it's really just like open source Legos, literally, that you can piece together any um any degree of complexity or simplicity in a, in a governance setup. So you can do things like, like chain governance, or you can just have like a three person multi-sig and, um, Oh, Hey Carter. Hey, Hey, yeah, I'm just, I'm giving a brief overview of DAO. Um, what else? I think the key innovation here is that like wallets, um, DAOs can do anything like smart contracts. But on top of multi-sigs, they are dynamic. So membership is fluid. Um, you can control them with tokens, with NFTs, with just uh, you know, democratically voting in members or moving members. Um so it really just tries to be non-prescriptive governance building blocks. I think like I'm just gonna keep saying that over and over again. But yeah, let's let's start there.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a wonderful intro. And so um Effectively, the the proposal that uh, Carter put forth on the the secret network forums is to take advantage of this collective opportunity that we've got to bring Dowdow's utility, all these things that Noah described. And then uh, there's obviously more. We've got a I've got it in front of me. I'm not going to go through this huge list of uh, utilities that uh, Dowdow provides. But we have this collective opportunity um, as a network to bring Dowdow's utility through their cross deployment of smart contracts onto secret network that. That would unlock this best-in-class governance tooling that empowers all of the different communities and DApps within Secret Network. Um, so, Carter, I'm I'm gonna kind of let you take the wheel for this one since you put up the proposal. But to kick us off, do you want to kind of give us a background on Secret Network DApp or community governance to date, and and why you feel like this endeavor to bring governance tooling through DOWDOW makes sense to you?
3: For sure. So. To be honest, the tooling to date has been a crapshoot. It's been two to three years and there really hasn't been any open source governance tooling on Secret. There was Secret Swap way back in early 2022, 2021 um, that had some form of private voting, but it was super clunky. It also wasn't open source. So as we began to you know, governance becomes more and more important for shape protocol because there's actually something meaningful to govern. Um, but as, as I started thinking about this governance problem, I was looking around and realizing like the whole network has been hamstringed by the inability to form sub communities and come to a consensus within those sub communities. We've essentially been restricted to, to layer one governance, telegram polls, and like very, very broad, inaccurate Um, consensus. And we've also kind of lacked the ability to tokenize really fun, random communities, right? Like you have um, the non NFT community, you have the secret, secret agents program, like there's, there's all, all of these different little social communities on secrets on secret network. And with the NFTs too, that have just kind of been sitting there, like, Lacking that ability to interact in really interesting ways, um, and so I just got you know inspired by actually it was Muhammad on the Shade team because Shade over here we one of our greatest strengths and weaknesses we like to build everything <laughs> there's there's pros and cons to this but as as we approach governance Muhammad was like. This is literally what Dowdow like everything you're describing that you want to, for us to build car. Like this is literally what Dowdow has done for like two years. Like this is all they've done is governance. And because governance isn't a fee stream, it actually makes total sense for us to not want to like overly like th- there's less of an incentive to like, quote unquote, like own the product. Right. And so started to like, think about it like, oh, governance is really a public good. Dowdow is the best, form of that public good in the cosmos let's approach them and and this could be a huge opportunity not just to solve shade protocols problem of governance but to solve it for all of seeker network and over time actually be able to highlight the power of privacy with with private voting being on that long-term long-term roadmap so approach the team found another team that could actually do the secret wasm refactors to add in snip compatibility um, and now, you know, the proposal is out to the community on the forums and and the way I like to describe it is I'm not the expert on the DAO tech stack. I'm not the expert on the precise steps on the refactoring side. I, I consider shade protocol more so as a facilitator um, of of this kind of proposal to, to make it happen. So um, there's actually the community has been gathering questions in a Google doc, um, which hopefully if we're cool for it, we can, we can run through some of those harder questions. It's been largely a positive um, set of feedback from the community, but excited to dive into some questions too.
1: Yeah, Carter, you want me to kick us off with a few of these? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. Um, these aren't going to be in any particular order of priority of importance, so just a heads up for you, Noah. Um, but a good introductory question would be, Um, what type of maintenance is going to be required to keep um, the Dow platform and smart contracts operational, um, I guess, indefinitely? And, like, what what is the maintenance window for for the, the product and service?
2: So, yeah, the cool thing about the blockchain and its, like, replacement of web to backend servers is that maintenance is really, like, the responsibility of the blockchain team itself so as long as secret is running the dao contracts will continue to work um assuming we don't you know find any bugs so, like we've had like one security incident like back at the beginning with the legacy contracts that we patched right away and that's so far the only time we've had to like tell everyone to upgrade their daos um and work with them closely to get that going that was in the raw dao era that was like early bull so that that was a long time ago but um there's no maintenance in that I think, yeah, I think the way that people typically consider like software maintenance, there's no maintenance in that realm. Um, the, the most is just like front end features, I guess, and more so like front end bugs that emerge. Um, and because the front end is now open source, if the data team were to fall off the face of the earth, the secret or shade team could very easily just like submit bug fixes to that repo. Um, so it's very it's very open. I I think pretty easy to maintain. We've we've made it so that it's pretty architecturally sound. So once you can find your way through the front end, it shouldn't be too bad to find, you know, the sources and bugs. <laughs> um, we do run indexers, which is the only like extra thing that we have, um, because of the way that Secret stores state encrypted. I don't even think we're gonna run the indexer at the beginning. Um, we we might do some like a further, uh, some further development in the future, if that proved necessary um, or desired. But at the beginning, we won't even have that running. And that's really like 90% of the maintenance that I do. So very little, (laughs) if that's my final answer.
1: Yeah, I think that answers the the question really well. Um, Somewhat related to, um, so I get you had mentioned some of the UIs and front ends. Will will Secret Network get um, DAO UIs similar to that of juno and neutron and and stargaze and some of the other chains that have integrated uh with dowdell absolutely
2: yeah right when this launches secret will have the native governance ui working and so they'll have like a nice (laughs) governance ui for for interacting directly with xgov which is awesome Um,
3: pumped absolutely pumped for that um another question the community has is does DowDow Dow have fees as in like within this collaboration deployment of the DowDow Dow smart contracts, let's say Shade deployed its own, wanted to make its own Dow. Is there some sort of parent fee that goes back to DowDow Dow or like how does, how does fee structure work? Is there any at all?
2: There are currently no fees. Um, what you said in your intro, I really resonated with. and I think DowDow Dow does too. It's just that we're not trying to, like we don't want to capitalize on DAOs themselves. Like DAOs are infrastructure. Governance is infrastructure. It shouldn't cost money to vote. Like that would be anti-democratic. Um, it's it's likely that like a, a sustainable business model will look like us providing professional services for DAOs. Um, like Time Wave is building a treasury rebalancer, for example, that will like automatically manage your assets, and, like keep your portfolio balanced to whatever proportions of assets you set and that will have some fee because they're providing a, a professional financial service. Um but but everything that secret's going to get at the beginning will not have any fees nor will any core features or anything necessary for the governance. So now
3: awesome. Thanks for the clarity on that one. Uh another great question here is um how how does it work like can, can there be multiple I mean obviously there can be multiple daos are they essentially like anyone can come into the GitHub repo and just like go through the deployment steps to deploy their own smart contract or are they all kind of connected is there is there like a master dao that manages all of the daos on seeker network and then there's the separate like ch- children or are they all separate from each other I don't know, I don't know if that makes sense
2: Yeah no it makes sense um they're all they're all separate they're all completely autonomous um or self uh, self-actualizing, I guess, we, the contracts that you see in the repo, you could build the contracts. You'd get the exact same app, uh, the same wasm hash that will be on the chain. You could even take it, deploy your own code ID and instantiate one of those. And it would work seamlessly with the UI. So the contracts are all like, yeah, there's no distinction between the codes that we deploy and the ones that you can just take from the repo. they're all standalone so you go in the data ui you can create a contract from our ui you could do it from your command line if you're fancy um you can make your own ui and do it and then it would all just be the exact same very modular yeah
3: Uh, awesome and just so you know i'll be like i'm going to re-listen to this twitter space and write down these answers and upload them to the to the forum so i really appreciate these you're, you're really answering the community and not me right now um, i'll ask one more question and i'll hand it over to red so he can answer or ask other questions too um we had one kind of like challenge question i think this is a really interesting question um instead of maintaining and refactoring a v1 um wh- why wh- what is an alternative path b to use kind of like ibc to just talk to Dow's on a different chain. It's essentially that the, the challenge from one of the community members wasn't set it, Like, what's the advantages of a native deployment of Dao versus trying to leverage IBC and cross chain smart contract calls?
2: What was the V one question at the beginning? I didn't get that context. That that was me stumbling along to get to the, the final <laughs> oh, question. <okay. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Um, yeah, so I think what this question is asking is why native secret deployment over, like, Polytone, which is our smart contract interchain solution, um, like a DAO running on Juno, for example, talking to secret. Yeah. Yep. We initially, when we built Polytone, we thought that that's all that chains needed. Like, we were like, oh, why would they want native deployments? We could just, it could, it could, Juno could be the control hub, and then they could all have really, like, cheap um contract like one one contract that acts on that chain um and then we and then we did like our first thing with osmosis and we kind of thought about it more and i think we realized that chains want sovereignty so they don't want to depend on the existence of another entity like each chain you can kind of think of as its own like weird amorphous like country or, or political structure or society and, and or economy in some interesting way um, and I don't think it makes sense to, like, need another system to continue working for your own. Like, Osmosis, like, they run a grant program, for example. They wouldn't want their grant program to depend on Juno's continued existence, right? Um, so it's really a sovereignty thing. Um, and then along with that comes, like, customization. Like, if, if I know Stargazes, look, like, was thinking about I'm um, running their like community polls of of which, uh, collections to feature via a DAO, and if they didn't have a native deployment, they would not be able to like write a custom voting contract. Um, and so like shade, like shade needs uh their secret needs snip twenty contracts. If you have, like a remote DAO calling into secret, like yeah, sure, all these other DAOs can hold secret and stake them and and do whatever they want on shade and on secret. Um. But they wouldn't be able to customize their DAOs to any like local secret specific uh infrastructure.
3: Gotcha. So to to summarize it, it's really three points. One is um native deployment means you don't have to make the trust assumption that another another set of infrastructure will continue to to work into perpetuity. So like there's some long-term you're essentially betting on your sovereign chain security versus wherever. Yeah. wherever else it could live um the second one i don't think you necessarily manage this but i, I, I i'd imagine it would also be a part of it it'd be, it'd be simpler to have it be natively deployed because then you don't need to like let's say it was on juno you need to have juno tokens to manage certain DAO yeah. activities so now you're managing like a separate set of wallets on a different chain potentially from like that the admins and DAO side of things so it's like it's simpler on that front And then the third piece is like customization specifically with secret network. I think this one's even more relevant because privacy as a service is still being explored. So it's, it's easier to like natively add it to the contract as opposed to do it over IBC. Although one day and we're getting closer to that, we would like to export
1: privacy, of course. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. And that also makes sense, especially since you said the DAO smart contracts would continue working as long as the chain is running. So. Yeah, you know reducing the amount of dependencies like we don't we don't secret network doesn't necessarily have to depend on the, the continued running of another chain in order for its dial functionality to continue running
2: yep i just also realized so, that DAZ will have private uh, treasury balances right on secret is that contract yep. with private balances Should should be yeah i mean token balances are encrypted and yeah. private so yep that's crazy yeah so you wouldn't get that other or Her... Mm, yeah, you wouldn't really get that otherwise because you'd be sending the tokens over IBC.
1: So yeah, that's another thing.
3: <laughs> yeah, private private treasury balances.
1: That's actually yeah, that's a great point. So obviously Secret Network has some privacy preserving nuances um with the the way secret smart contracts um are question is, how will uh, more privacy-focused wallets be able to integrate with DowDow? Like, Starshell is a great example. Um, I guess the crux of this would be uh, how the expansion of supported wallets will be handled in the future. I don't think I understand what
2: a private
1: wallet is like. Well, not necessarily private wallet, just wallets that are more privacy-focused, like... I think the question is mostly just like if more wallets want to be able to integrate uh, it with DowDow on secret network, like what is that process going to look like?
2: I don't think it would be any different than any other D app. Um, Like I think all the privacy is just on this, like dependent on the smart contract programming. Like the fact that we'll support SNP 20s, I think is it's SNP 20s. And then there's the, um, message padding to make votes secret which we might have to explore but um i don't think wallet has to do anything i'm not really sure exactly how secret works though so i could be wrong
3: yeah i think as a whole there's a couple of wallets unique to secret that would be excited that are tied to the nft communities tied to the DeFi community that would be excited about getting their wallets added like supported via the doubt out front end and I guess the community was curious is there, is there a
2: possibility
3: to to have that happen?
2: Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about the front end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. I mean, so cosmos kit, that's like the, the interchain wallet library, um, that we helped like make last year. Um, it's super easy to add wallets to that so we can just work with those wallet teams and and point them to the docs and, um, to get those added quickly
1: yeah for sure sweet i've got one or two more questions that we compiled from the community so if anyone listening has any questions for noah uh, relating to the potential dow DAO integration with secret network feel free to request and we'll bring you up um, one slightly more i guess nuanced question is will secret nfts be integrated as profile pictures similar to how Stargaze NFTs be integrated with DAOs. Yeah,
2: I mean, is there anything special about them? Like, do they conform to the CW721 standard?
1: Uh, so the SNP721 standard is similar to the SNP20 standard where it's got private metadata. Um, right. So the metadata is encrypted. So I don't, I don't know if there's... I I imagine that I don't know if this would require any sort of incorporation of the we could
2: definitely I mean the answer is definitely it's possible the answer is like always it's possible I think um, the one thing is the profile photo API checks to make sure that the person the private key like currently owns that and I figure like it won't be able to just query to see who the owner is but If it has a viewing key, then we could just, that'd be a pretty easy change on the front end to upload the, like a viewing key with, with that. Um, So, yeah, it would definitely reveal though who has the NFT. So that's kind of like a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting privacy thing, but that's like, that's a personal choice. So if you decide to associate your NFT with your name, then it might just be exposed.
1: Can't really get around that. Yep. Yep, exactly. Carter's rocking in and non PFP right now, for example. Oh cool. Can't see his metadata, <laughs> but you know that's <laughs> him. <laughs> I haven't changed this
3: PFP in like Oh man, it's probably been a year and a half, 2 years. It's like an, it's like an old friend at this point. I
1: th- I think if I changed it it would it would bleach my eyes. Like I couldn't do it. So, one of the one of the last questions we have on this list will um is will the secret contracts be able to benefit from upstream updates?
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah, whenever we deploy a new contract version, we just deploy every chain. We upgrade all the chains. Um, So, yeah, yeah. This isn't like a one-time thing, for sure.
3: That's good to hear. I think my answer, I was on a call with someone, and I was like, I'm pretty sure the privacy adding components are pretty compartmentalized. So like whenever something is pushed upstream, like it should be quite possible as long as the privacy
2: isn't too invasive to impact that. Yeah. I see the concern. Yeah. I I don't, uh, yeah. They're designed to be modular for that exact reason. Like the voting contract has an interface and the proposal contract has an interface. And there's the DAO which has that which they plug into. So, yeah, all I think all that's going to happen is that there's there you guys are going to write a snp twenty or um, not you guys at the team um, snp twenty voting contract, and then it'll the rest of it will just work. And then if we add like padding to the messages on the proposal modules, then that's fine on every every any chain. So that's that's totally uh, preservable. Yeah. Yeah, one thing the Athena team is going to have
3: to do is kind of look at the existing smart contracts and figure out where the metadata leakage is. Because it's like you said, it's on the proposals. It's on the obviously the conversion from CW20 votes to SNP votes. I'm wondering if there's leakage anywhere else. And that'll have to be something uh, that either is a part of V2 to fix any of that data leakage or maybe it's relatively simple and actually we cover more ground than we thought because we, we had a community member that was like oh, we looked at data smart contracts even like on a redeploy even if you add snip support there will still be leakage but i i don't think i talked about the fact that padding would be part of this kind of refactor and maybe there's other components too that
2: will be added in yeah i mean as as long as there's is there leakage like the two ways, not stay because state's encrypted, but it would just be message sending and event logs, right? There's the two places.
3: Yeah, that sounds right, which actually secret Saturn is here. Saturn, if you have
2: any thoughts on this, you feel free to request as well. Might have better knowledge than I do on this specific part. Yeah, cool. Either Yeah, I mean, either way, it's totally fine. I don't, like, if we omit any addresses in the event log, we could just, like, stop doing that or something like yeah um totally that will just will just be part of the initial discovery process and see what makes sense but we'll definitely make the privacy preserving decisions where possible
3: yeah yeah like whatever's whatever's low-hanging fruit we'll definitely do in v1 and if there's something that requires pulling out the the scalpel and doing you know open heart surgery (laughs) that, that would probably be like v2 So V one, will we'll keep it
1: surface level as much as possible. So one of the one of the other things I wanted to bring up, just because we're we're effectively like talking to the 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 secret network community here, is um, part of this proposal is is going to be an ask from the community pool uh, to pay for a portion of the funding for the refactoring by the Athena team, and then the cross deploying uh, smart contracts uh, by the DAO team, and this is. You know as we talked about earlier this is going to be incredibly impactful and useful for all communities all token holders um all, all nft communities on secret network um but this is also and, and that includes shade protocol and we're very very focused on being able to bring governance to shade holders especially as the suite of applications continues to grow um, the more important it becomes to effectively govern um that the the treasury that is the DAO, um, and the future. The the future state of what the suite of apps is going to look like. So Carter, I didn't know if you wanted to touch on at all about, um, you know, the community proposal, uh, or the community pool proposal. Aspect of it, or Shade's involvement with helping uh, cover this cost.
3: Yeah, I mean, from from our perspective, I we have an incredibly aggressive grants program. Like has to honestly we outpace a lot of L1s. (laughs) So um, for us, this is a great opportunity to co-partner with Secret Network. Um, Obviously Shade Protocol benefits because we get governance, but also every single Secret Network developer moving forward, no matter who you are, as like a public good, we all benefit from it too. So um, from our perspective, we 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 figured we could make it easier on Secret Network by by chipping in, and not only chipping in, but also um, helping manage the teams, provide accountability for the teams, organizing the teams. Um, so yeah, we just obviously we're we're built on top of Secret. We love the Secret community, and whatever we can do to help Secret be be successful, we're going to do. And, and we we saw this as a as a great opportunity that was mutually beneficial between the DAP layer and the Layer One, and that's what the proposal is.
1: Eloquently said Carter as always much appreciated Um, Again, I'll reiterate if anyone in the audience has a question uh, For Noah about Dow, or has a question for Carter and I about shade protocol and our role um, In this integration feel free to request and we'll bring you up Um, One thing we could talk about real quick is some of the Shade
3: Dows that will be birthed from this says that would that be acceptable red
1: Oh, for sure. For someone who's read that white paper as many times as I have, I go over that governance section quite often.
3: Yeah. So there's a couple of really interesting, interesting ones that can emerge. Um, essentially, Shape Protocol has multiple standalone primitives, and as the suite continues to grow, we're going to need more and more help, really, from the collective community to have. Experts to to manage the various primitives, right? You could have someone who is really really deep down the rabbit hole on analytics and their understanding of a money market, not really understand or want to manage like the the economics of of shade swap, for instance. So what I would foresee is we'll we'll have sub DAOs managing each of the primitives, and the community essentially will have the ability to to vote on individuals to be elected to these sub DAOs and like the parent the parent DAO, the master DAO is of course run by the stakers themselves and they'll be able to modify these these sub DAOs over time to you know change the composition. And so imagine a DAO a sub DAO devoted to just silk peg research, right? You know we our, our dream is one day we'll be having annual silk peg competitions where we continue to improve the back testing data as well as the competi- co- composition of what silk could be and so this this silk subdow is purely focused on modifying those weights the goal would be like once every three to five years potentially so like very very like patient long-term sub out with one specific goal um, another one is tied to you know grants. To date it's been kind of the, the the core team running it but we want to be able to offload that to the community so you have a sub-DAL that's allocated X amount of shade on let's say a monthly basis or biannual basis whatever whatever the right whatever the community wants whatever whatever consensus is um, and they'd be able to run the grants program and offload that from from the the core team which the core team would still hopefully if the community wanted us still be a part of that that grants process and help manage all of that but it the, the possibilities are are endless here your emissions subdao your money market parameters subdao like there's just there's no limit to how much we can div- diversify out and have this seamless decentralized machine that is no longer contingent upon a set of 10 to 15 people but instead hundreds and hundreds of people over time and i think MakerDAO has proven this to be powerful the, the power of getting experts into their core competencies and, and power to, to manage things and um you know proof of state governance is it has its limitations right the example i like to give is imagine let's say adam goes to let's say adam's 100 billion dollar protocol one day uh, it's like pretty absurd that a hundred billion dollars worth of assets would potentially vote on a proposal tied to like five thousand dollars from the community pool right these things these things really don't scale well, and so I think one of my long term theories like you can you can look at the the real world there's a lot of countries that have failed to scale because they didn't their their governance systems failed them they they failed to scale their governance and so the role of DAO, the role of elections, sub-DAOs, parent DAOs, all of these things I think are a key piece of the puzzle of, in terms of which protocols will scale and which one won't. It, it won't be because of the products. It'll be because of the people and how they coordinate themselves because ultimately the people coordinating themselves are what are coordinating the protocol. So um, governance is the late game. It is the end game. And if you don't have the tools to do it, you'll fail and you'll fail pretty miserably. And um, this is the first step towards a thoughtful, multi-decade vision of building out a truly global, truly decentralized community that is is managing something that's not owned by any one individual and is a, a force for good.
1: Yeah, and to add to that, you know, as we have events like um, you know the airdrop reclamation, which is actually ending in eight days, um, as that ends, we have all of that unclaimed shade being clawed back into um, into the treasury into the DAO, and so these these are funds that the community um, is going to be able to govern with DAO DAO's tooling. We've got the staking emissions as shade moved to 100% real yield. We have, I think it's like 12.3% of the total supply of shade that's no longer um, being emitted towards staking. And so likely that will be um, effectively reclaimed by the, the community pool. And so this need to be able to effectively govern um, your treasuries and your communities compounds the further along this growth cycle you get and so i'm personally very excited i know the shade team is very excited at the prospect of being able to work with Dow, Dow further in the future v1 already sounds like compared to what we've had in the past v1 sounds like a dream come true but to think that it can get even better from there um just makes me really really look positively on the future of what it's going to look like to be a df within secret network
3: I think such a, one of the most interesting dynamics is obviously to date the protocol has been more centralized, right? It's the shade DAO contributors, the the core set that are throughout the entire world that are that make a lot of the, the key decisions. But I think there's community members in the last year and a half to two years that are like, oh, like the centralization, you must enjoy the centralization. And it's like, no, <laughs> the the weight of responsibility, the more centralized the system is is massive. And it's it's an insane amount of pressure to make all of those decisions without having a consensus mechanism. So I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, the core team is so pumped to be able to actually have distributed decentralized consensus because It removes the weight of responsibility from a small set of individuals. And instead we get to outsource our sanity to the collective wisdom of the village. And that's such a powerful force.
1: Yeah, and the fact that we're saying this about, you know, the DApp that we're contributing to, you know that secret network developers across the rest of the network are thinking the same thing. You know, any prospective DApp developer really building in this space is really hoping that they have this sort of utility present. Otherwise, like you said, that that pressure effectively builds until you uh, reach that solution. And and it's
3: also just way more fun, too. Like I know I know governance gets a it gets a bad rap, but like at, at least for like the NFT communities, like the ability for people to just like coordinate together and and, and signal things. Like there's, I I think governance is capable of being a very fun thing. And um, that's probably a controversial opinion because I know there's a lot on the line. But
2: the ability to participate, to make your voice heard, um, I think is just super fun. Who the hell is talking shit about governance? <laughs> what are they saying? <laughs> uh, th- I
3: suppose that, that's the 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 folks out there that are... How should I say this? They view value accrual as the only meaningful
2: measurement of success. Like, personal value accrual? Like, I just, like, humans need to organize. Like, are they anti-human organization? No, nah, they're just pro-revenue. get <laughs> <laughs> I think you get more revenue in groups of people than on your own. I'm going to put that out there. I don't think we can build things on our
1: own. I'll say to, to, as we're getting close to wrapping this up, no, I'm, I'm curious what was sort of the, I mean, I can pretty much tell what the inspiration was by the way you talk about DAO and, and kind of what this future of governance, uh, decentralized governance looks like, but like, what was the, um, what was the original push to build Dowdow and, and actually commit to building this public good that is decentralized governance? So I wasn't
2: there for like the first draft, like the legacy contracts. I think got started at like a Hackwasm or Hack Junior or something like year, like a couple years, two years ago, um, twenty twenty one. Um, but I can guess. I mean, I think all the people involved are pretty, including myself, are pretty um, troubled by the state of. Just the systems around us, specifically the large ones, and specifically the lack of small ones. Um, I think we see a lot of room for our society to have to go back to, you know, really community based uh, uh, organization and planning. Um, you know, feeling pretty isolated in cities, feeling frustrated with the state of like the way we do get to participate in governance, which is this like you know, like the jury process. I, I don't have any complex thoughts about the jury process. I don't know if it's if it's good or bad. It seems like it's, it's the best um, we've done so far uh, in like modern American democracy, but I haven't, I, I'm not a history buff, so I can't actually speak to that really at all. But I know that the way that we feel we participate in society is um, a bit removed from the issues and, you know, all we can do, I'm just going to ramble here. All we can do is to like feel good about the problems that we face in our world is like be activists and like vote we get very few chances to vote and we don't really feel that those votes um like give us any real gratifying sense of causing change even if you know they do and they do matter um let's see is there a coherent thread here i think mainly we feel that things could be better and we don't see the systems that will make those things better uh like being created in the modern world like we don't see digital native organizations emerging or we see like attempts at them but not any real ones um we've felt that like DAOs, from what i can tell are the only like real digital organization um in the sense real in the sense that it is uh self-actualizing it is like self-sovereign um because of the innovation of blockchain so it just seemed like a lot of the goals that we want to reach we can't do without community governance and it felt like we didn't have any community governance tools available to us especially not if we are working on a global scale powered by the internet without internet governance structures like the internet we, we moved all of our societal things like all of our things all of our friendships all of our jobs like everything moved online and we didn't think to like create uh we like to mimic governance structures on there we were like yeah fuck it, that's fine like companies can just do whatever they want and build the most addictive platform they want and no need to govern that because we have like in-person governance um and then And then now we see the government falling behind technology and in really frustrating and complicated ways and it's like why is that happening oh maybe because the legal system is like slow on purpose because there are reasons that it can't just like move super fast um but we have reasons now why it needs to be able to in, in some way so that was a lovely that was a lovely
3: that was a lovely little rant there i love that i'm gonna i'm gonna replay that one and one one thing i like to do Noah, i like to ask people this is like i'm i'm a big user story person so like when i when i dream i'm trying to picture like an end state that's beautiful and simple and impactful on everyday lives so when you think of dowdow sky sky is the limit 10 years have gone by you guys have stood true to your mission statement what's like a user story that can cross into everyday life or I guess, yeah. What, what, what's your dream?
2: I'm going to say that 10 years is far too soon. Um, I, I think, um, things, things like my apartment building is not going to be a DAO in 10 years. If it were, that would be incredible. Um, but the fact that it's not, is surprising to me. Like the fact that, like we are a like kind of a fake community we're like a thousand people or I don't know or like five hundred people that live like within like in this block on this like physical concrete block in space, and we like never see each other. we have no tools for like like sharing anything, you know like like contributing to a common space or common events. We can't really chip in if we wanted to like do something together, like host a party for ourselves like we we have no. Yeah, we have no tools like that. And so it feels like I should, I should like be in a very literal, very real sense in a community that has actual like real world presence. Uh, Yeah, that can, that can kind of self govern. Um, So that's, that's one, I think uh, tangibly how that would like change things. I'm not exactly sure. I think the more, uh, the easier to comprehend one would be just like businesses. Like community run businesses, there are very few options for running, like for organizing. You know, you can create a nonprofit, um, a worker co op, a C Corp. This is all just US, of course, um, because that's the only thing that I'm that aware of. Um, There's like maybe five to 10 options of that. There's probably more than that, but of types of organizations you can make and legal contracts you can sign to like exist. Um, And they're all very, like prohibitive and and um complicated. And so it costs a lot of money to interact with them. You have to you have to have a good amount of capital if you want to just like start a business. Like pay lawyers to to find the right contracts for you. Unless you want to just wing it and like hope that you do everything right, which you probably won't do because lawyers have made sure that the law is really freaking complicated. Um so I think like starting businesses that are like mutually owned would be a very, very significant uh, improvement upon the world that we currently have and hopefully lead to businesses that don't have to rely on like massive profits, you know, like if their goal is to like, take care of everyone in the community that, that contributes to them and not like just like yeah like not go back to like some set of shareholders that are like three levels removed from the actual employees like that would be great i think that would change a lot very tangibly in front of us i think it would lead to like happier communities and probably better taken care of communities like if the government if the government's not going to give us like oh like public health care and stuff like that like maybe we need to kind of take care of ourselves um which tends to happen when you form strong communities of people who care about each other so until we have the systems that i think allow that to be done really easily uh we're kind of fucked
1: no i can hear the the, pa- the same passion in your voice for governance uh and like the same level of passion as as Carter speaks about or speaks with when he speaks about unstoppable finance so i know it's pure um and that your heart is clear uh, behind you. what you're building which is great yeah Um, Loa, I saw you were requesting, if you still had a question, feel free to request again and we'll bring you up. I just didn't want to cut Noah off by bringing you up early. Um, But while we're about to wrap this up, Carter, do you have any final thoughts for anyone listening now or who's going to be listening to the replay of this potentially Secret Network um, community members that might be somewhat on the fence about supporting this proposal? do you have any any thoughts you want to share? Yeah, I guess like two things. One, be sure to get on the Secret Network
3: forums, and if you have any questions, be sure to leave them there. We're going to be coordinating coordinating with the Athena team and the Dada team to make sure we get every single question um, answered as thoroughly as possible. So, um, if you're looking for clarity, help us get that clarity for you. Um, I guess the second piece would be, and I'm I'm biased here. Um, but I think if we zoom out multiple years, um, think about how much good this proposal can cause. I think it, it vastly outweighs the, the costs in this scenario. And um, it's more than just the product. It's also the mind share um, that, you know, being able to have tighter communications and alignment with the Dow team, I think is like an amazing opportunity. Um, Cause I, I see that they're movers and shakers and they have a very long-term stance on what cosmos can be and what, what governance can be. So, um, yeah, I think I'm, uh, I'll be voting yes. And I think, um, there's a lot of long-term
1: value to be had. Hello whoa, whoa, how's it going, man. You got a question? Um, I really have a question. I just want to come up and congratulate you guys on the,
2: um, on the integration with Di Secret Network. Um, Noah. it's um I'm just really happy as a community um, member that y'all um working together. And hopefully um we can get some shade. Um I can stack shade through my dial um in the future. I'm really looking forward to that. And this actually gonna help me with an NFT project that I'm trying to put
1: together as well so i'm very excited guys all right yeah thanks for coming up here and and highlighting the fact that yeah it's it's not just shade that's kind of benefit it's anybody who's looking to create and govern um you know groups of individuals within this network noah you had some
2: yeah i was just gonna say thanks that's oh, yeah i always love hearing people that care about this
1: <laughs> well cool no do you have any uh you have any final thoughts you'd like to share before we wrap this up
2: no, man, this. Uh, let's just get going. Like, I'm stoked. Um, yeah, just, yeah, love working with these guys. Can't wait.
1: Likewise, sir, likewise. Well, like Carter said, um, if you have any questions, you want any clarity about um, what this potential integration would look like, definitely go check out the Secret Network forums. You can find that at forum.secret.network. Um, we're going to be collecting a little bit more feedback, um, giving people time to see the proposal on the forums before we push anything, uh, actually into on-chain voting, but really appreciate everyone that was here today, listening in. Appreciate you, Loo, for coming up here and asking questions and really appreciate, you know, taking your time out of your day to come here and talk about, um, what this potential integration would look like. We're, we're super pumped at the prospect of this and. Like you said, let, let's get to building.
2: Yeah, sweet. Thanks. And if you have any data yeah. specific, uh oh, if anyone has any questions or, or comments or needs help, just hop into the Discord at uh, discord. Zone, and we will we'll be there.
1: Sweet. And with that, I think we can go ahead and wrap I think it will
2: up. Was going to say something.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Lo. Oh, it looked like he dropped. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Maybe crashed. That's all right. Well I appreciate everyone who joined in here today. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. If this if this is the start of your day, hope you have a great again rest of your day. And as always, there's always room in the shade. Peace, guys. Peace. Motherfucker streaming screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in
0: Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come, first serve. And have the teeth stuck in the birds. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of trash under the dirt. We rape him under the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth, and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living, southern friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks probing this bear, flexing broken knives I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting otters And then the end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over the impossible losses, all moss and I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning, forming mycological bonds Click the cap, though the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and place. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is surf Trying to figure out the max amount of Dentalase Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these leaves They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats tearing apart your community, All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity i standard to each I'm on the back 10 gazing after the siege Commanding all the management To grab a few seats, And then we'll round up the beast And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers Drumming the streets Y'all we got a few dubs We got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king You better have some of each Motherfuckers Motherfuckers, motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first Come first serve Mentality stuck in the verb I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served